Hello, beautiful moms. Welcome to episode number one of Daily Mom Joy with Relly. I am so glad you're taking this time for yourself and spending it with me. Today is a special episode, not just because it's episode number one, very exciting, but because it's right in time for Mother's Day this weekend. So first and foremost, I want to wish all the mothers a beautiful Mother's Day. Now, in honor of our day of recognition, because let's face it, every day is Mother's Day, I do want to share with you three simple steps to ensure that you have a joyful Mother's Day. Now, Mother's Day could be bittersweet for some moms. While it is a day to celebrate and recognize that inner strength that I talked about in my welcome episode, and let me sneak that in for a moment and remind you of that inner strength right now. But Mother's Day can also be pretty triggering for some of us. Now, as I mentioned before, the road to motherhood, it's not one without some form of pain. Biggest reward, of course, but not without pain. And you may be experiencing some of that pain right now in in your journey, in your path right now. For example, you may not have the opportunity to have your mom or mother figure with you in your life to celebrate this upcoming weekend. Or you may be going through a season right now as a mom, and it may just feel difficult to celebrate that inner strength. You may be a stepmom, and you may not have your stepchildren to celebrate with you today. There are many reasons. And again, those are all unique to each and every one of us. But please let me remind you that that inner strength is worth recognizing. Now, as I mentioned before, when we allow joy to be our default emotion, that emotion that we just fall back on, not only do you benefit, but remember the world benefits, which brings me to step number one on how to ensure that you tap into that joy on your special day this Sunday. So number one, voice your wants and needs, ladies. You wouldn't believe how many struggle with this. Everybody struggles with this at some point in time, right? Now, a part of this is because we're constantly needing everyone else's needs, especially our children's, regardless of their age. But it's so important to honor what our wants and needs are. It's so important, and that's a key factor in tapping into our joy. So if you're spending Mother's Day with family or loved ones, voice to them how you want to spend your day. Maybe ask yourself, well, why? Because you'll minimize disappointment. That's why. The number one driver of disappointment is unvoiced wants and needs, because whether you want to admit it or not, you do have some expectation of what you want the day to be like. This happens every day. You know, we wake up in the morning and we may have a picture of what our day is going to look like. We may not even realize it. So you may be saying to me like, "Mm, no, really, that's not true. I have zero expectations for Mother's Day. It's just another day. I'll take whatever, blah, blah, right? I get it. You're not convinced. But hear me out. How many of you guys have gone through any holiday or maybe a previous Mother's Day where you ended up doing the complete opposite of what you wanted to do. It was your birthday and you said, all I want to do is relax and not lift a finger today. And then what do you end up doing? Running errands, chores, completing a million and one tasks. Your kid remembered he had a, a science fair project that's due next week. And you're in firefighting mode, right? 
We've all been there. And then maybe you said, well, that's it. I'm not saying yes this year to that friend's holiday Christmas party because it's just too much. I want a simpler Christmas. And then you end up overbooking and end up attending three Christmas parties that year. Maybe it was a previous Mother's Day and you said, I'm not cooking. I'm not doing it. And then you end up hosting your in-laws and cleaning up dishes at the end of your evening. And as you're sitting there washing dishes, angrily, by the way, we all know what washing angry dishes looks like. It takes a special skill. You tell yourself, this is not how I wanted to spend my day. And then that all too familiar emotion sets in. Disappointment. So here's the thing. Again, we all, whether we recognize it or not, do have expectations of what we want our holidays to look like. And Mother's Day is no different. But if we don't voice that to our family, our loved ones, our support, the people in our tribe, right? These are the people trying to celebrate for us. And then we expect them to read our minds. That's really not fair. It's really a a lose-lose situation for you and for them. Now, I'm not suggesting you go up to your spouse with a to-do list and what you want for your day, right? Unless the, the, the dynamic that you guys have, if you have that, more power to you, right? But a little can go a long way. And one way you can do this is by simply describing the day you want, for example. You can tell your spouse, you know what, honey? For Sunday, what would really make me happy is if we can spend the day as calm as possible and limit housework and do one family activity together. Or perhaps if you want to go out, then voice that to your partner and say, you know, honey, I'd really love to spend time with you and the kids try out a new restaurant, make new memories together, whatever. You see, when we voice our wants and our needs to our loved ones, we all win because it gives them a chance to voice their wants and needs as well. And then there's room for productive dialogue instead of just throwing darts in the dark. Now, more importantly, we honor our wants and needs when we voice them. And this is true if we are even spending time with partners or family. If you're one of my single moms, I encourage you to apply the same step, but do it with yourself. Ask yourself, what do I want my day to really look like? Instead of what is my day supposed to look like? What do you need to say no to? so that you can leave space to enjoy enjoy your wants and your needs, to enjoy the day, right? Now, now that you've voiced your wants and needs, you've done your job, you've honored yourself, and now it's up to the universe to do its thing. Everything's going to align perfectly, right? Not exactly. That means there's going to be room for external variables. We've all been there. And we may or may not get the same exact picture of what we voiced. And that's okay. We need to stay flexible. That's a skill set. One of my favorite Tony Robbins quotes says, trade your expectations for appreciation and the world changes instantly. Which brings me to step number two. Start your Mother's Day morning with a gratitude practice. I'm a huge fan of gratitude practice in the morning. I apply it to myself. And these can be super simple with a huge upside. So I'm going to encourage you to write three things that you're grateful for on Mother's Day morning. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to write what you're grateful for 
but then why you're grateful for it. Why? Notice, I'm always going to tell you my why. I'll tell you why. Because if I ask you right now, if you're in front of me right now, and I ask you, hey, name one thing you're grateful for. Well, by default, you'll probably just say, well, obviously my kids, duh. Well, that doesn't elicit much of a feeling because it's more of a fact. But if I ask you to detail why you're grateful for your kids, be specific, then your answer changes. It may sound like, well, because my toddler said a new word and oh man, it made me slap so hard. Or my teenager actually showed affection to me this morning in front of their friends. Does that even exist? Or because my adult child took the time out of their busy day yesterday to call me and ask me how I'm doing. Man, that made me feel real good. If I ask you to place yourself at that very moment, that moment when you felt gratitude, and I ask you to describe what you were feeling in that moment. How did gratitude feel in your body? How did you laugh or smile? Or how did they laugh or smile? Now I'm asking for you to feel it in your body, to be present in that grateful moment. Now that elicits a feeling. If you close your eyes and relive those moments that you're grateful for, now you're going from mere fact and default to giving yourself the gift of re-experiencing those grateful moments all over again. Gratitude, ladies, is the anecdote to any negative emotion. If you start your morning off that way, then you give yourself the opportunity to set the standard for the day and you become more emotionally equipped to handle the external variables of the day that we have zero control over. Our focus changes from feeling like we're out of control to, hey, you know what? We're in control. I'm in control of my emotions and my gratitude. I'm okay. So gratitude. I'm passionate about gratitude. You guys will hear me talk more about that in later episodes. Now, finally, number three, and this one is one of my favorites. One of the best ways to spark instant joy is to give, give, give love. Now, this sounds simple because we've already established that as moms, we have this superpower, right, of unconditionally loving our children and our families. But that's not exactly what I mean for this final step. So I'm going to encourage you to share love in a way that you typically don't. And again, I'll tell you why. When we unconditionally give love, and I mean just raw love, like doing something out of the kindness of your own heart is giving someone love. Smiling at a stranger who may be having the, excuse my friend, shittiest day on the planet and turning it around, that's giving love. Those simple acts are acts of love. So you see, when we give love without expectations, without the fine print, without the demands, without the rules of how somebody is supposed to share their love back, because that's when we get into trouble. If we would just stop for a moment, throw all those rules away and those expectations away, then we open our hearts to receive love in return, however that looks like. So we may just not be paying attention when that happens. 
but we receive love in return. So finally, again, for the last step, ask yourself, how can I give love unconditionally today, perhaps to a friend that's been needing that phone call or an encouraging text to someone, perhaps someone that needs forgiveness today or just support? Someone that you know is going to be maybe challenging, you know, having challenges for this day, or perhaps to that stranger who may be having a shitty day and you may stop them and compliment them and smile at them. And that will turn their day around. Think of the times in your life where you've actually done that. Didn't it feel good? Now that's a gift that's accessible to us all the time. So giving love equals receiving love. Remember that, ladies. So to recap, this Mother's Day, we are setting the intention of pure joy. And we're doing this in three steps. Number one, we're honoring our wants and needs by voicing them, right? Not keeping them in our minds, but voicing them out loud. This means setting those boundaries and saying no to the crap that you don't want to do. Number two, we are giving ourselves the gift of gratitude by writing three things we're grateful for and the why. Don't forget the why. The more specific, the greater the feeling. And finally, number three, receive love by giving love in a different way today that someone needs. It'll feel so good, I promise. So, whether you try one of these things or all three, I just pray that you spark and cultivate that joy throughout your day and remind yourself that you are worth being celebrated this Mother's Day and every single day. So thank you so much for taking the time to spend with me this morning, ladies. I send you all my love. I hope again you have a wonderful Mother's Day and please let joy be your default. I'll see you next episode. Thank you. Have a great one.